Dream on, dream away. I think I'm gonna have to stay. See this book cover lady that be blowing up the spot while my heart was racing like the hands on the clock. I stepped live, I think she seen me putting out the pot. Peace, Doc. I'm so happy to see you at the rendezvous. How's life today? Your hands are softening and can made too. Your hair do way more class than Halle Berry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Plus, your daughter Kiki talked to my man Mary. I ordered me a sex on the beach with the cherry. I ordered her Veneti on ice, sounds nice. She elegant, pretty eyes, glasses, intelligent. Whispered in my ear that she's celibate. Whispered back to her ear, we don't have to go there. As I grabbed her hand, set her politely in the chair. As we stopped and stared at one another, black sister, the brother. I'm thinking all the time how she could be my lover. Well, I'm sure you've learned the school song by now. You better know it. Because this time, if you don't get it right, you're suspended for 10 days each. Now, is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. All right, then. School song. Let me hear it. creature I just seen crawling on the floor. do you think we're playing on this boat obviously we we don't have the audio capability to be able to find out but just just from the the nature of the the dance steps what do you what do we think that is uh well i know those two gentlemen don't have a chance <laughs> 
Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Court visions of me and you riding on the ferry. Here's a sentence we don't hear often. Eat more pizza. Wait, wait, what was that? Eat more pizza. New research has found that people who eat pizza regularly are far less likely to develop esophageal, colon, and mouth cancer. How about that? Now, we already knew that tomato sauce was loaded with healthy lycopene, but the researchers were shocked to discover that pizza as a complete meal offered so many, quote, protective powers. It's the combination of tomatoes, cheese, and healthy toppings. But experts say we must avoid the processed meats like pepperoni and sausage on our pizza to preserve the health benefits. And remember, just because it's healthy doesn't mean pizza is low calorie. Pizza, of course, still has plenty of those. What do you want, Brennan? This is my online poker time. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Kevin Wine Mixer. Oh, ho, oh, slow down there, speed racer. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. I want it. Okay, I want the Catalina Wine Mixer. Yo, yo. Hey, D-Man. Just tell him what's up. I just did. Hey. Hey, your brother wants a shot at the Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with balls? I've been burning and burning. Snapping necks and cashing checks. Look, Brennan, here's the thing, okay? Ah! Are you saying pow? What are you saying? Ah! It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. Ah! What is it doing? I have to sell or lease at least 80 choppers to make my nut. And you, you mess with my nut, Brennan? I'll tell you right now, I'll nail it. I'll pull it off, okay? Wait a second, why do you want this so bad, Brennan? Are you trying to get mom and dad back together or something? Why do I want this? Yeah. Because I want to make bank, bro. I want to get ass. I want to drive a Range Rover. Your internet radio dial is in the perfect position, and Race to the Bottom is on the air. Time to sit back and enjoy some refreshing Winslow tea. Try it hot, lukewarm, or over ice. Have it with milk and sugar, or a lemon wedge, or oh natural. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's Winslow tea. A New York City tradition since 1872. Ask for it by name at the tea house or your local greengrocer. Because that's how you know it's Winslow.
I'm John Reed. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Race to the Bottom. Yes. Oh, yes. Welcome to the show. In the background, we're hearing Donald Byrd with his tune that he did with strings. With Claire Fisher was the arranger. And I found out about this. The name of the song is The Touch of Your Lips. And I found out about this uh, record, which is like impossible to find from... I, I mentioned this before. I heard Christian McBride interviewing Ambrose Mercery on Instagram. And he said he loved this record. So I've been tracking it down. It's good stuff, right? You know what else is good stuff? <sighs> Thank you as always to Winslow T for sponsoring this monologue. And we're going classic this week. You know why I've been doing these freestyle shows? Because I've been busy. But I talked to my dad. He said he doesn't enjoy the freestyle shows as much as the classic race to the bottom version so dad this is for you how about that mashup what we hear that that was an older mashup that was from about a year ago because dad I, i'm <laughs> doing what i can do here just uh, graded papers and planned for the past five or six hours and I just don't have time to make a mashup. I will make one next week. It looks like we're going to have a very uh, cool guest next week. And uh, it's kind of like when a guest is coming over. I'm going to do a really, you know, really tidy show for him and the other fans that might be tuning in. Um, but it's going to be a surprise. I'll let you know. Because who knows, it might fall through. I don't, I don't want to promise something <laughs> that I don't know if I can deliver. In the background, we're hearing The Bad Plus, uh, their record, Activate Infinity, with which I have been obsessed. And this song is, uh, the song we're hearing is Thrift Store Jewelry. Let's hear a little bit of it. So good. This drummer is sick. So anyway, that was that was about a year old mashup, but man, does it did it age well? Oh man, who'd we hear? We heard from "Color Me Bad," the song "Mia Moore," and I used to sing that song in synergy class. That was the name of our computer class 
at Norfolk Academy, where I went to middle school. And I had a friend, Marcus Williams, and we would sing that song, Me Amor by Color Me Bad in Synergy class. And we would, I guess we thought we were harmonizing, but I think we were just singing it in unison. We had a lot of fun with that, and I hope you had fun hearing that story. I hope that was not just exposition, but I made you feel like you were in the scene. Let me put put you a little bit more in the scene. My synergy teacher was Mr. Woodson, and he would usually have the lights off. So as Marcus and I were singing this, imagine a room with 25 old laptops with that blue light we're getting ready to do our typing exercises they had this typing program and if you went you got good enough at typing you could play Oregon Trail maybe that was a little younger but I was never fast enough typing to ever play Oregon Trail and it scars me to this day I've been trying to teach my students about the difference between exposition and scene. Trying to get them to focus on little small moments instead of things that my dad always does this. My mom is this kind of person. Well, Billy, why don't you find, why don't you think of one time when your dad was like that? Tell us about that. Why don't you? Mia Moore was followed up by song Kame by Ghostface Killer. I've been on a big Wu-Tang kick. And it's funny that this was still happening a year ago. The kick has not lasted a year ago, but I guess I was on a kick last year at this time. I guess mid-September is my Wu-Tang time. I love that rhyme, got visions of me and you riding on the ferry. That was followed up by a scene from Stand By Me, depicting the Principal Joe Clark, who didn't play by the rules, but really cared, right? And uh, the boys singing in in the bathroom, the school song, right? like me and Marcus singing Mia Moore. See, it's all connecting. Maybe with some distance, I can understand how this mashup was really pretty deep. <laughs> we heard a little moment of Dave Matthews' band, Pay for What You Get. My wife and I were revisiting some Dave Matthews. Very weird guy and band. I think it was very of its time in the background. We're hearing Medeski Martin and Wood, who I hadn't really thought about in a long time, but since I've been listening to so much Bad Plus, I, I got on a little Medeski Martin and Wood kick. And this is off their record, Combustication. The opening track, Sugarcraft. We heard one of my favorite Mariah Carey song, Emotions, 
And then we heard from Salieri from the movie Amadeus talking about what a pig Mozart was, right? And it's also, look at these connections. I have this, I've just finally met this friend down the hall in my apartment. He's a jazz musician. It's been hard to meet, really talk to each other during pandemic. But uh, this guy kind of looks like David Lynch. He's tall and he, I don't know where he's from. Maybe his name is Amadis. I looked that up and it's that's the same um, basic idea of the, as the name Amadeus. It means of God. So this guy's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I remember Amadeus' name by thinking Amadeus and Salieri and the disappointment of not being great but just good. That's what I feel like when I see Amadeus because he's really attractive and I'm just somewhat attractive. <laughs> um, then we heard from PM Dawn set adrift of, on Memory Bliss. I guess this was a very 90s vibe in this mashup. The 90s, which was now 70 years ago. It's crazy how time passes like that. We heard from Keith and Gary from last year talking about these guys dancing on their boat. I think that was at a Marlins game. He said, I think these gentlemen don't have a chance. Haven't been watching that much Mets this year. It's been a pretty big disappointment. But I have, in that vacuum, been watching a lot of the NBA and the U.S. Open. I really appreciate what both of those sports have done with the acknowledgement of the coronavirus. I, I love the idea of the bubble in NBA. It's how you beat it. Do a bubble. And I've already said I'd love to be a bubble chef. Cook, uh, cook meals for LeBron. I do have to say, though, that I've been watching the Lakers and Rockets, and I'm not a fan of how LeBron yells at the refs. It's not cool, man. He'll, like, yell at the refs, and the refs will change their calls. It's unbelievable. Back in the day, you'd get a, a tech for that. But, yeah, both, and then watching, like, uh, Naomi Osaka and, and stuff on, and, and Serena Williams on the U.S. Open... Love how they've been uh, acknowledging what's been going on with Black Lives Matter. And Naomi Osaka's been wearing different masks with the names of people who have been lost to policemen, who've been killed by policemen. I guess that no, no uh, need for a passive voice. And we heard from Philadelphia Freedom 
I, I think I was at the beach this time last year and got to sing in that song when I was in the ocean. And we heard from Step Brothers, the Catalina wine mix- mixer. And finally, from John Tesh, with some intelligence for your life. I used to listen, when I drove around at delivering pizzas for Pizza Cabin, I used to listen to John Tesh radio. Because when you're in the car, when you're working a job where you're driving all the time, you get tired of your CDs, and sometimes you just want that human connection, even if it's ridiculous human connection with John Tesh. And even though it was probably all those little bits he does between light rock songs are pre-recorded, at least you hear another human voice. Gosh darn it. And somebody's programming, well, computer's programming that, but anyway, it feels alive. I've been feeling alive as I make my way on the ferry to work every day, trying to stay out of the subway. Maybe the subway's safe, but it just doesn't feel that way. You know, it's like the Seinfeld letter. <laughs> I didn't talk about the Seinfeld letter. So they, you, you, you saw um, there was this guy who said New York is dead. He's like some douchebag. And then Seinfeld shot back a response in the New York Times saying, No! New York's... Well, I can't do it. I did the... The no was okay. Who are these people who think... No, it's not working. New York is is not dead, says Seinfeld, and says me. Happy to be here and see what happens as we adapt and the city comes back to life when COVID is finally over in 15 years. More on that later. Because right now it's time for a part of the show that I like to call Recommended. So I keep reading Nowsgard books. I'm on my second one, almost finished. Almost finished, but he's Norwegian. You get it? And uh, like I said, this guy, I've talked about it before, this guy Nowsgard. Carl Ove Nowsgard. Nosegard. A lot of masks, COVID masks have nose guards on them. He talks about like uh, like the smallest little moments and then the big moments. I don't know. For some reason, am I the only person? I know I'm not because this was like a book was a phenomenon. But for some reason, it's so comforting. It's hige for me to read these uh, Nazgard books. And, you know, it's not for everybody, but... If you hear the sound of my voice and you want to try out a book that's like a thousand pages <laughs> and where a guy like talks in detail about how he butters a piece of <laughs> piece of bread and then f- philosophizes 
philosophizes. Is that the word? It sounds weird to me right now. Philosophizes. I'm just going to go with it. Wax is philosophical about the meaning of life and death. After he's buttered his bread, maybe it's for you. We breezed through the first season of Broad Church, British crime drama that I would recommend. I'm not sure if I will recommend this second season. It's gotten a little too much, a little extra, as the kids say. But first season, oh, it's got a recommendation on sticker, an RTTB recommendation sticker. I also want to recommend, oh, I think I've talked about it. Something that I've taken to doing. I actually heard about this from Mark Marin and his late girlfriend, Lynn Shelton. Making stock out of your veg scraps and maybe meat bones and stuff. And then reducing it down and, and putting your stock into uh, ice cube trays and freezing it. And then when you need stock, you can just unfreeze the ice cube trays and I've got these big old like whiskey ice cube trays that are almost a cup so I've told you about that before on the show but what I don't think I've talked to you about what I know I haven't talked to you about is the new hack the new way to make your stock Exquisite in its sweet potatoes. When you're cutting your sweet potatoes and there's the uh, bits that you kind of cut off if you're trying to like dice up some sweet potatoes for something, put all the scraps in your stock, man. I think Jap- there's like a Japanese stock that does that, but it is good. And also, you can save if you've got like a nice rind of. Um, Parmesan cheese? Why did I say Parmesan cheese? Parmesan cheese. Throw that in there, too. That's pure umami. And finally, and this will lead us seamlessly to our round of sound, Gillian Welsh, who you know I love, play a lot on the show. She put out a record recently called Boots Number 2, The Lost Songs, Volume 1. And this was all... I guess they were trying to get out of a record contract, and they cut a bunch of tunes. And these are ostensibly just throwaway tunes, but man, are they good. This whole record is great, and I recommend it. So that will lead us to a round of sound. Let's start with a tune off Boots number two, The Lost Songs, Volume One by Gillian Welsh. This song's called Fly Down. And we'll follow that up with some Nina Cherry with Buffalo Stance. I love I this is one of our Sunday cleaning tunes. It's on like uh Chaka Khan Radio. And then I was never a a Boy George fan growing up, 
But I heard, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Again recently, and that song slaps, as the kids say. So we'll listen to that. And then, for some reason, we got talking about Tracy Chapman (laughs) a few days ago. And I love her song, Talking About a Revolution. Run, 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 run. How's that for a round of sound? You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Race to the Bottom. Sure. 
about a revolution sounds don't you know talking about a revolution sounds like a whisper while they're standing in the welfare lines crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation wasting time in the unemployment lines sitting around waiting for a Don't you know, talking about a revolution sounds Who are people gonna rise up and get their share? Who are people gonna rise up and take what's there? done right the first time that's why when you bring in your car we check it to see what's wrong with it and we decide what's wrong with it then we have you look at it and make sure that you agree what's wrong with it then we begin to fix the car once the car is fixed then we check our work then we check it again and then we bring in you to make sure that you agree that it's fixed and checked then we make sure that the job is done right that is why at johnny's automotive the work is always done correctly and we strive for perfection come down and see us today at johnny's automotive on the corner of crisco road and popular creek at johnny's we do it right and then check it that's johnny's way see you soon Oh, 
getting all the all the hits here. Thank you to Johnny, as always, for sponsoring the political checkup. It's been a while. It's been a while. But it's time for a segment of the show that I'd like to call, or I'd like to call, which is just, it's because it's called, Who Do You Want to Win? Who's Gonna Win? Who do you want to win? And who... gonna win all right two big topics as you probably have heard unless you've been living under a rock um omelet bar disparaged the troops omelet bars all of this both of these two things could be filed under the larger category loose lips sink ships Omelette Bar's words are coming back to haunt him. Where are they? Supposedly he, um, was... So there's this one... The the one thing is they were coming... They were in Europe and they were supposed to go to this World War I battlefield. Or, not battlefield. Were they called Graveyard? Oh, we gotta play that song. Graveyard by... Feist. I'll play that after this. But <laughs> Trump didn't Amabar didn't want to go. He said it, it would mess up his hair. He was mad about something. And he said that the World War One folks are, are are losers. All the people who died in that war are losers. <laughs> Which um I don't know if I think I've talked about this on the show. World War One is my war. Um, I feel like enough people are into World War Two. I'm a World War One guy. I think it's fascinating. The aftermath of World War One kind of shaped the world as as we know it. If you've been in in a uh, literature class, you know how it totally changed the way that people wrote and thought about the world. So I take extra personal offense to the president's words. And then also he said to some four-star general, Trump and his generals, he loved his generals. And now, not so much. But I guess they were standing at a graveyard of Afghan vets and he said... I don't get it. What was in it for them? Which just shows the prism of the dude's thinking as if we need to be reminded of this. And it's with... it's. I'm talking about this under duress. I really don't like talking about this dude. But I did talk to uh, Dr. Dad... And I thought Dr. Dad made a point that I have not heard anyone say. I said to um, your doctor, my dad, that as much as, like, I hope that this might be uh, just another thing to shift the election towards Uncle Joe, Grandpa Joe, depending on your nomenclature, (laughs) um, I find it pretty rich that 
there would be someone out there who would be would have been fine with everything else that the dude said. And when I say the dude, I'm not talking about Jeffrey Lebowski. I'm talking about Alma Bar. You'd be fine with everything except when they said something about the troops. That's it. And just the uh, I'm not I'm not big into like uh, this like deification of of war. Maybe I get that from my dad because Doctor Dad said, and I quote: "I hate war, but I love the vets." Which is good, and, you know, Dr. Dad puts his money where his mouth is. He's worked with vets since Vietnam, and, uh, you know, I think that that's a good distinction. But uh, Dr. Dad made the point that Omelette Bar has to denigrate anything that he's not good at. And because he skipped out on Vietnam War and... I think he's like intimidated by these like cool army guys because of his uh, narcissism he has to slam it I thought that was a good kind of unusual way to see it so thank you for that Dr. Dad and then now we get the Bob Woodward which I think we should call him Robert Woodward. Show him some respect. He's not your buddy. Right? Um, Bob Woodward's got tapes of Omelette Bar saying that he knew that the coronavirus was deadly and he just tried to downplay it, which sounds like to me as if... I was wrong and I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. But who knows? Probably not. Put all these things together and all I have to say is, I thought he was cool. Thought all my bar was cool. (laughs) That's my new, I gotta make a, a stinger for that. But I thought he was cool. Something like that. But we'll see. It's coming down to a few states. What are they? I've been checking 538 every day to deal with my anxiety. So, close but leaning omelet bar are Ohio, Georgia, North Carolina, Florida... Arizona, maybe I think Arizona might be leading Biden, as is as is Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, Minnesota. But it's scary and it's weird that it's just these few states that decide. Have you ever thought <laughs> ever thought about the electoral college? And how weird it is. I sure have. So let's do another little round of sound. Let's let's hear Feist with Graveyard off of her album Metals. Great record. And then let's let's hear some Shaka Khan. So good. 
Off of her second record that came out in 1980, we'll hear Get Ready, Get Set. And that'll help you get ready, get set for Crime Talk BK. If you're listening to the show on your computer, you can download the app on your phone for Android or iPhone. Consider going and signing up for the newsletter or dropping us a couple dollars at the station, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate or calendar. And like I said, we've got a heck of a guest brownie next week, so stay tuned for that. Stay tuned to Radio Free Brooklyn from now until then. How many hours is that? What's a week's worth of hours? 168 hours. So uh, just hunker down for 168 hours of Radio Free Brooklyn, or would it be 167? It's like a math problem. It's like N minus 1, right? Who knows? Take care, guys. I will talk to you next week. Peace. Bring them back to life.